You're listening to episode 209 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Caesars Entertainment. Simply go to our blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually giving us money. Or you can just give us money by donating via PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360vegaspodcast.com. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Oh, Scott. <laughs> so, so obviously they figured out something is different if I'm doing the intro. So we don't have a referee this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Good luck. Unfortunately, our buddy at uh, I, I I sealed my own fate here when I finally announced it on social media. Yeah, an you hour totally ago. jinxed him. I totally jinxed it. So Scott's having technical issues. He's unable to join us via Skype, so we are unable to to have it. And Tony had some other stuff going on. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. No one's been usurped here. Everyone relax. Right. But we haven't lost all our friends. Yes. <laughs> now Scott was going to join us, as I said on social media, but apparently he's having some technical issues, and unfortunately he's unable to join us. So. You just have us, so yeah. deal with it. If you don't like it, skip this episode. I don't give a shit. Good luck. So let's start the show. He's Mark, I'm Karen, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. In the 1990s, Las Vegas overtook Orlando's Walt Disney World as the most popular tourist destination in the United States. The city drew more crowds than all of the Florida-based theme parks combined. We got that from the book Super Casino, which I cannot recommend enough if you've never read it. So when they say all the Florida theme parks combined, is that the Disney theme parks? Oh, no, no. It's all of them. Oh, so like Universal, the yeah. two Universals and SeaWorld like and I, everything? I originally thought when I read it, I'm like, are, are you doing some kind of technical thing? Like, is there home base, you know, in Florida? Right no, base it's, there. it's just the place. It's it's the ones like SeaWorld, Universal, Busch Gardens, Disney, beat them all. Wow. I remember it was funny. I had a conversation with Brian once about, uh, I can't remember how it came up, but it's something about, yeah, Vegas got to draw like, you know, as, as many people as, as Disney, Disney does or close. And, <laughs> and I was like, oh, hold on. They, do, they did like they did like 35 million or something the other, the other you know, year. What, what did you guys do? Like nine. <laughs> yeah, they've destroyed you for quite some time, buddy. Really? It's so weird. Like, it's math, buddy. You can't really argue with well, it. Well, and right the parks can limit the number of, they, they frequently do limit the number of people that they let in. Right, right. There really isn't a limit in Vegas except for, you know, the number of hotel well, rooms. You know, they're tall now, so. Well, yeah, they, they right. keep building more and adding more, so their limit keeps going up. Right. But, yeah. Wow, well, and then you so... have MGM, where you have, what is like four football fields long or something? Like, when, yeah, just pack them in. in there. Just yeah, pack them in. They'll fine. be fine. Yeah, you're Let's move on to the twit pick of the week. It's fitting that a place meant to pay tribute to Vegas' neon splendor of past, lovingly known as the Neon Boneyard, would be home to a giant skull you can see from space. 
Well, I mean, Google Maps. I mean, if you know where it is and where to zoom in at, you can see from space. <laughs> or however Google Maps make it look like space. Whatever, you get the point. Being strangely drawn to signage and marquees, one of my favorite things about the Neon Boneyard and the picture shared by at Neon Museum is the enormity. A sentiment Karen knows all too well about. Uh -huh. I always have to find some way to throw a joke in there. I'm like, yeah, I don't know where to go with this. Yeah. It's like walking amongst giants in memories of the past, reminding you just how small you are in the world. Do you not agree with that sentiment? That's one of the things I loved about it. Like, going, Oh, I, huge. the Neon Boneyard is so cool. Yeah. I mean, just the, the sheer size and scope of some of the signage and this one, you know, when you look at the picture and it's just this giant skull, yeah. skull laying on the ground <laughs> with his mouth open. It's just kind of like, yeah, it's crazy. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to being able to see it because that wasn't there the skull? When we were there. What are you talking about? The skull was, was there. Yeah. Was it? Oh, I yeah. I remember. Oh, I want to go back and see it again, then. I want to go see it at night. We haven't seen it at night yet. Oh, yeah. We definitely have to yeah, do that. definitely. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. So let's move into the news. First up, some news that just came across this morning, E. Perry Thomas dies. The most important person in Vegas history died Friday at his home in Idaho, surrounded by his family. He was 95. E. Perry Thomas is unarguably the most influential man in the development and evolution of Las Vegas. A banker who saw what Vegas was and what it could be. He lent money to the mob to build and grow Vegas helped Howard Hughes purchase it from the mob, led the charge to finance and develop UNLV, a quality university program that the city desperately needed to become a legitimate, respectable city. To honor E. Perry and his partner, Mac, UNLV named their arena the Thomas & Mac Center. E. Perry got laws changed to allow casinos to become publicly held corporations, which in turn ushered in the mega resort era and even mentored the city's most recognizable and successful figure, Steve Wynn. Steve said, quote, everything I built, the Golden Nugget, Mirage, Treasure Island, Wynn Encore, were because of him. Wynn is planning a memorial for his mentor and the man he considers to be like a second father to him on Tuesday, September 6th at Encore. I hope it's something permanent like a statue. Uh, uh. That'd be a fast turnaround for a statue. But you but, could at least announce that you would do it. Like, yeah. you, you pay tribute and say, we're, this is what we're going to do. Right. I agree. Obviously, I'm going to make a statue in a few days, but uh, I, I hope it's something like that. Starting in 1955, if it happened in Vegas, E. Perry Thomas was involved somehow. In tribute of the man, we've reissued our 360 Vintage Vegas episode covering the man that made it all happen. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. I... I'm not going to lie to you. I choked back tears when when I read this, and and I don't know why. I've n I don't know this man. I, right. I've I've never met him, but I think it's that I know that this guy helped make Vegas the city that you that I love. fell in love with. Yeah, yeah, that that has become such a crucial part of my life. Like you did this. I I've studied you. I mean, I've studied you. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, it's 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 mind blowing. And to be honest with you. If I were in Vegas like I was when Kirk Krikorian, the MGM, uh, yeah. died, I'm pretty sure I would have cried when, when, when I heard that. This, this is just, 
normally my I mean, the show. Guy was, the guy was 95. Well, of course, he lived a phenomenal life. He yeah. retired quite some time ago, too. So he's just been enjoying the fruits of his labor. It's just amazing. But it's one of those things that, you know, I, this is a guy directly connected to something. Insi- it's kind of like your parents. They will always mean, like, somebody I didn't know until I met you. You know, it's the same thing. I didn't know E. Perry Thomas until I met Vegas and fell in love with it. It's the same thing. Like, they'll always mean way more to me than what would make sense for somebody. Like, if you just say, yeah, I met somebody, and now these people are some of the most important people in my entire life. Like, what? It's kind of the same thing. I, I don't know what I, how I feel about you comparing him to my parents, but what? okay. Because <laughs> I think my parents are pretty freaking cool. I, you're, hope, you're, I, hope, you're more, I hope you were more upset when my dad passed than when this happened. Well, yeah, of course. Well, well, I, I, I mean, I actually cried at that. I mean, I, you know, this, I fought tears. So. Right. No, I mean, it's obviously a, a historical moment because, again, somebody that was so influential on making the city um, what it is and even then influencing somebody like um, Steve Wynn. I mean, that's huge. Because yeah, Steve's amazing. had his fingers all over Vegas. So. Like I said, we we have reissued our vintage Vegas. I'm not going to redo it because we couldn't have done it any better than what we did on that. Yeah. Listen to that. That guy is amazing. Next up, Hakkasan is seized. This is fun. <laughs> After a year-long investigation, Abu Dhabi Wealth Fund Manager and former Hakkasan Chairman Kadim Al-Kasabi, I know I'm fucking it up and I don't care, you'll get the point, <laughs> has been detained by authorities for his alleged role in the diverting of billions of dollars from the Malaysian government. If I recall, this is the man, I legally have to say allegedly, threw a huge fit at Encore because he didn't get the... VIP treatment or something? Right, right. So he decided, as retribution, that he would do everything he could to destroy Encore and make, you know, make the greatest nightclub in all of Las Vegas, which is why he backed Hakkasan. Like I said, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty fucking sure (laughs) it's this guy. So, yeah, so that's the reason why Hakkasan is... Exists in in Vegas and is the big juggernaut that it is. Because this guy wasn't famous enough to get what he wanted. Yeah, it's a a big pissing contest. Like, well, I'm super rich. Fuck you, Steve Wynn. Look at this. And Steve's like, okay, and? Yeah, I don't don't really care about your money. I got it over here from these fucking California guys. But to be fair, the one thing I will give him credit for is Hakkasan was the second highest grossing nightclub in the world last year in 2015. Wow. But uh, more. As a result... A number of Mr. Al-Kasabi's land assets have been seized by the U.S. government. A newly discovered document seems to indicate that Hakkasan, an Omnia nightclub in Vegas, which is at Caesars Palace, might be the next assets seized because they appear to be directly funded by the billions under investigation. To fuel suspicion, prior to Hakkasan's massive nightclub expansion, it was a modest chain of Cantonese restaurants in the UK owned by Al Kasabi. <laughs> really? Yeah, you wonder how those small Cantonese restaurants funded these multi-million dollar wow. clubs. Well, I always knew they had a big investor in them. I, I always knew that, but it, it, like, it, like to me, the dots never connected. I was like, it's a nightclub. I'm not going to investigate a whole lot into this. Like, whatever. He went with a brand that had some kind of a hip reputation to it. It's like, kind of fun I, to say. Hakkasan. It is. It, it's a fun name, but wow. Right? Fucking wow. The fact that, 
<laughs> yeah, his assets have been. Well, the number one that he's been detained, well, and then and the assets have been stole seized. It from a country. I know, from the Malaysian government. <laughs> Which, from the little, very little I know about Malaysian politics, it seems like every time they hit the, the news, it's some kind of scandal or something. But um, Don't they cane people there? Uh, yes. Oh, I love caning. Oh, and they also have the cultural ministry, the, the limit. So, like, certain artists, I feel like um, Lady Gaga, I feel like Rihanna, like, they've, because of whatever they did in their concerts, were, like, oh, kicked out of the this. country. I know, I, 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 I know what you're talking about. So this guy's really kind of fucked. Like, you all, like, he... It's in his interest to be in custody in like the U.S. Yeah, or not something. in Malaysia. Not in Malaysia, <laughs> because if you stole billions from them, you're going to be subjected to some of the worst, most embarrassing public shit you can be involved in. I mean, in. how do you do that? How do you steal billions from a government? Oh, well, he's brilliant. Clearly, a financial genius. But I've said this a billion times before. I will never understand white collar crime because there is always, always always a paper trail yeah you will get caught it's just when is what it boils down to right i'll never get it next up the chandelier bar reopens the just under one million dollar renovation to level one of the chandelier level one for fuck's sake a million dollars yeah that's some expensive decor level one of the chandelier bar at cosmopolitan is now open again and it pretty much looks the same i wish i was exaggerating karen it pretty much looks exactly the fucking same. Well, I mean, maybe was, some new carpets, new furniture, upholstery. What but you're was like, wrong with it that they needed to there redo was, it? There was that, what, wait, it wasn't that, like it was beat up or anything. That was the number one thing people talked about. Like, whoa, 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 what are you closing? And then the idea that they covered it up so nobody could even see what it was they were doing. Like going, what are you guys doing? Like, I was afraid. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing to it? Don't ruin it. Maybe they didn't do anything. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> There's a million dollars that What's-His-Name just stole to help fund Hakusan. Brilliant. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the most noticeable change is that they've added some additional video poker machines. However, they're utilizing the drink voucher system. Now, Ooh, hiss. before we, uh, because I attacked this on social media when I found out about this, thankfully, Vital Vega shared the details. And after being so venomous online i recant because i think this is exactly what it should have been all along if all the properties did this i would never have any issue with the voucher system so check this out you get your first drink when you put 20 dollars in the machine totally fair right yeah then you get another drink every 20 minutes of consistent play at a dollar per hand that's totally fair that's totally fair. Yeah, but you could burn through 20, bu 20 bucks. But that's fine. Well, obviously, you're going to buy more in. But the point is, you're playing consistently in 20 minutes. It's not like you're waiting a ridiculous amount. 20 minutes. That's about, that's about time for another drink. Well, Vegas. it is about time for another drink. But I think about um, us as you know, video poker players, betting on a dollar is not something well, we we're, typically we're, do. Well, we're babies when it comes to that. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, like uh, we've said that before. Like, we played max bet at the chandelier bar more than any place we've ever done in our entire lives in vegas because we're like fun. we appreciate well yeah it wasn't, <laughs> it for wasn't us. fun but we at the same losing. time like if i'm going to lose it's here that i want to lose i want right. to be here because you've created an environment where i'm like no it's fair if i win or lose i, I want it to be here you know this is where i want it to be so that that's completely fair also their signature cocktails are available for comp really yes yes they are yes they are oh they need to add it up on the Third level or second level? I which, think they should add one, them on all levels. I know. Which one has the passion fruit drink? That one I don't is remember. so good. I don't remember. For those of you that don't know, 
of the three levels at, at Cosmopolitan, they have a different drink specialty menu right. at each on level. On each level, yeah. So it's not like you get the same drinks on all three floors. You, you Depending on what drink you want, you got to go. No, I agree, I agree with you. That's, that's super cool. Also, Scott told me that... They that the bartender, unlike any other voucher system that you've seen in Vegas, they have the ability to override it. Really? So let's say you know you're you're playing you know excessively or you're doing whatever and you get distracted or like you you've shown that you deserve to be quality. You can be like going, you haven't earned it, but fuck it, you you you've earned it. Right. Yeah. It's super awesome. And, and one, like I said, once I learned all the details, I'm like I'm a hundred percent behind this. A hundred percent behind. Because we've said it before. We used to cheat. You get up there like, I'm probably fucking nothing. I'm getting all these drinks. But I'm like, I get. And and I've also argued before. I don't think they should ever allow you to make quarter bets. If a dollar is minimum what you want, a dollar should be the fucking minimum. And especially if they're comping top shelf and specialty drinks. Really impressive. Yeah. Because we, I mean, that's what we used to do. If you sat up at the bar, you just, you know, gambled at the lower end until the bartender came by and you could get the top shelf stuff right. comped. And I I mean, it makes sense. It's fair. Yeah, absolutely. Totally fair. In related news, it's also being reported that the Q bar will close September 5th to begin renovations that will turn it into the Identity Lounge. Which I think is disappointing. I, I get brand yeah. recognition. They're 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 players. Because that's club. the name of their players club. Right, of course. Yeah. So I get that. But you and I have a very special uh, place in our heart for Q Bar. Yeah. That was that was the first place when 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 Cosmopolitan opened. We spent hours at Q Bar, and that's yeah. where we literally just had a guy be like, "Going, what flavor do you like? Well, Let me make this for you." And I remember he's like, "What flavor do you like?" I'm like, "Well, I, I prefer vodka." He's, he's okay, like, "That's not a vodka is not right. a flavor." <laughs> right. Well, it is, but I yeah. also remember getting blackout drunk at that thing because you're like going, "Make me some blackberries." Blackberry, like you just—you're <laughs> almost throwing more random excited, stuff. You, yeah. yeah, to just drink it. Like, now try this. Now try this. Like, going, this is booze. This idiot. is dangerous. This isn't yeah. beer. This is fucking liquor, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> but that was when we were staying at the property, right? So you know, we had to stumble to the elevators. But I have, first of all, and hope you didn't stumble over the balcony. But yeah. <laughs> But I always had a special place in my heart, not only for the name. I thought that name was super clever. Although, the reason they named it that is they thought that's where people would wait to go up to their nightclub. And and it didn't really work out that way. But I still thought it was super clever. But it is is no more starting September 5th. We'll see what the Identity Lounge looks like. Yep. Next up, Pond Plaza Turnover. Last week, we reported that the poutinery... (laughs) So fucking immature. (laughs) (laughs) At Pond Plaza closed. This week, multiple sources are reporting that a lot more tenants are joining them. It was confirmed that Pond Coffee and Donut, Vegas Flip Flops, and Inagata de Pizza are all closing as well. I know, right? (laughs) All within a week's time. Now, Inagata de Pizza, Karen, is brought to you by the people who do secret pizza. Okay, then there's no reason that should close. Right? Unless it's a different pizza, but I'm assuming it isn't. You wouldn't think, right? You wouldn't think hope. they're like, oh, yeah. we're going we're gonna to do this differently, but like, other than this super popular way that you do it over here. Well, yeah, and that I think was just secret pizza because there's no signage on it. I mean, so you could do the right, same it's pizza a clever and call idea. it. Yeah. Exactly. No, I, to- I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. One of the former tenants, a smidge disgruntled, blamed Rick Harrison for not delivering on some appearance promises for the failure of the restaurant. Rick claims the only appearance he missed was when his plane didn't arrive to pick him up. Oh. I know, right? 
He said, he's the landlord, so of course he wants people to do well and is disappointed when anyone doesn't. As with any retail location, you have to find the right mix. The founder of Pond Plaza, Val Renewals by Vegas Weddings, is still open but not doing as well as they thought. They are now working on a new concept, selling snacks such as popcorn, gummy bears, and sodas to take over the space. Although I will give them- Like a movie theater snack bar? I'll give them credit for going, this isn't working, but we're a business. Fuck it, let's try another model. <laughs> Good for you, I guess. Rick says he already has several new tenants interested in the space vacated, but he will be reviewing what worked and didn't work in order to populate Palm Plaza with vendors people actually want. Let's come on. It's a shopping area. Well, Container Park did the same thing. You don't open and go going, we figured it all out. Like, no, you open it like, well, that didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. Let's try this. Well, and part of it, too, is the whole plaza thing was set up to entertain folks while they were waiting to get into the pawn shop. Right, exactly. Yep. So I'm kind of surprised some of the restaurants and things didn't work, but it's not like... I think they're trying to make the pawn shop more of a destination place, and I just don't know that you can because oh, of where stuck it's located. in the middle of hell in yeah. Vegas. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, the pawn shop defied all odds that you're able to pull people to that. But, yeah, now that you're absolutely well, no, right. No, it's a, it's a pawn shop. And so there was a reason in that area that people were going to. Right, of What course. made it crazy was that somehow they decided to give them their own TV show. Right, exactly. Which then made it a destination for folks that are coming into Vegas. But to your point, like, Pond Plaza's success is primarily located on, or primarily based in what are these people going to do while they wait? Right. That's 100% where all that money is going to be generated. Which I don't know why people wait to get into a pawn shop. Well, but. We, we thought about it back when we were huge fans of it before I've complained, you know, it becomes contrite and you're like, oh, all this Contrived. bullshit. No? Contrived. Contrived. Whatever. Contrite means you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for saying contrite instead of contrived. <laughs> Um, but we, we've talked about that. We were big fans of that show. And we're like, oh, we should do that. We're like, oh, yeah, there's like an hour and a half wait. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah. I'm not fucking waiting to go in. That's ridiculous. No, definitely not. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm sure it's going to figure itself out. He's a real smart businessman. I'm sure he's going to figure it out. But uh, he's, he's done pretty well. And so have even the, the idiots that work for him. I mean, oh <laughs> I know, sorry. By the way, have you seen like Big Hoss right now? Did he put weight back on? I, I don't know that he has or not. He reminds me so much of his grandpa, of the oh, old man. Really? Oh my God! The more like the older he gets, you're just like the mannerisms. Where he is just like the old man. I was gonna man. say the last I saw, he'd lost a shit ton of fucking yeah, weight. Yeah, he I, he had. I don't know that he's put it back on, but there's just something but about it looks like it, that's when you cool. see him now. It's just you're like, okay, that's what the old man looked like when he was younger, because spitting image. Right. That's funny. <laughs> and the big rig jig finally arrives. After originally promised to come to downtown Vegas at the end of 2015, Big Rig Jig has finally been installed just in time for the Life is Beautiful Festival. For those of you that don't remember, Big Rig Jig is two tanker trucks standing on top of one another, almost lengthwise in the form of an S-shape. It's really hard to explain. Just fucking Google Big Rig Jig. I promise you, yeah. you're not going to bump into anything else. It's located in the still-shuttered Ferguson Hotel that is supposed to be under redesign, but with few signs of progress. It's in the hotel? And, and, and the, not a hotel, it's a motel. Did I say a hotel? I apologize. I thought you said 
No, no, it's 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 a it's a motel. Okay. So yeah, it's in the parking area, whatever. Oh, so it's or. in the parking. It's not like in a building. No, no. All right, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Why the fuck did you get that thing right. in the building? <laughs> <laughs> Big Rig Jig is the second Burning Man sculpture Tony Shea has brought to downtown Las Vegas after the fire spewing praying mantis in Dream Park. <laughs> and then all the dirty hippies that come with it. <laughs> it stands 50 feet tall. Weighs 25 tons and originally allowed visitors to enter the lower cab and climb up to a portal at the top with a viewing platform giving you a view of from 42 feet in the air. No word if that functionality will be utilized. For those of you that don't know, Ferguson Hotel, while it is very cute and very charming, is two blocks past the Western Casino, which I have declared the most terrifying casino in all of Las Vegas. Is the Western the one that's like that gigantic warehouse Warehouse, thing? yeah. That I, I said I'm pretty sure is a body chop shop. Yeah. And it's two blocks past that. Past it. Past it. East of it, yes. Well, okay. So if you consider Tony Shea's, you know, what he's doing to redevelop downtown it's Las not Vegas. As bad as he'll, it was, yeah. he'll get to that area eventually. And now having that draw might help to accelerate it a little bit. but it's. Uh, I won't lie. I, it'll be the furthest I've ever gone on Fremont because I have to see that thing. That looks really cool. So that's going to do it for the news. Let's move on to Prop Bets. For those of you that are unfamiliar, Prop Bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Serendipity 3 owner Rowan Seibel, Seibel? Whatever. received a month-long jail sentence for hiding more than a million dollars of taxable earnings in a Swiss bank account. Serendipity 3 remains open at Caesars. Seibel, Siebel, and former business partner Gordon Ramsay are still in the middle of a $10 million lawsuit over the failure of their fat cow eater in L.A. Not deterred by former magician arrested on charges of child porn, Tropicana is giving it another go with the world's first magic supergroup. Populated by a quartet of magicians you've never heard of. So I don't really understand how the supergroup thing works because normally you've heard of these people. Band of Magicians will begin their residency at the property starting October 26th. Tickets will run you about $40. Vital Vegas reports that Fremont Arcade at Neonopolis is now open behind Denny's, right next door to the ultimate sports cart. It looks cute, but I... Is that like the insert coins thing? That was the idea. Like when when they talked about it, it was the idea of that, but it's nowhere near hmm. that. Although it does have a shit ton of pinball machines, but um, well, that could be fun to go mess around with. Pinball I machines so. are just fun. I agree. I agree. I, I hope so. I'm I am more likely to play a pinball machine than I am to play an old video arcade game. That's oh, that's a hundred percent fair. Yeah. That's a hundred percent fair. Yeah, yeah. As expected, the first acquisition the Stevens Group made to have work begun on it is Labayu. Obviously, because it's right next door to Golden Gate. Right. So, thanks to Vital Vegas for sharing pictures of the progress. Although it does look like it somehow interferes when you look at how, how you know, obviously, you know, Labayu's marquee stuck out a bit. And now they've yes. got even more, you know, covering or whatever to get it. It looks like it might interfere with like a line or two of Slotzilla. Well, it might, but. I'm pretty sure they're going to do whatever the fuck Derek yeah. wants. <laughs> Yeah. It's Stevens Group. I, so, I, I don't like to say Derek because I'm like, it's not him. He's got a company behind right. him. It's his brother and stuff. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure they would be like, oh, whatever you guys want to do. It's cool. So the pictures that he shared, is it just kind of it being covered up while they're working on demo? Right, yeah. Okay, so you can't actually see what they're doing. Yeah, you don't know what they're doing. Right. 
After multiple delays, Las Vegas Advisor reports that Wynn Palace on Macau's Kotai Strip has opened. At a price of $4.1 billion, you get a 1,700-room resort with the biggest spa in Macau, $125 million in art, and a Bellagio fountain. So basically nothing really new, just more expensive. Right? Like, at some point, you just get, like, going, I get that you know how to spend a lot of money. Like, you seem to keep making the same thing over. Like, Mirage is one thing. Treasure Island is another thing. Bellagio is another thing. And then it's just the same thing recycled over and over and over and over and but over. But if again. he's filling them, well, I can't, why not build I, another one I, in another space? Obviously, the guy's genius when it comes to that. Well, but to me, as somebody that just enjoys the casino business, which isn't, he's not fucking trying to impress me. No. You know, to me, I'm like, there's nothing interesting about this to me. Like, or like going, it looks different. It's not the little curved buildings that you've been making. I'm like, oh, look, looks different. But the fact that you're just, you keep recycling the Bellagio fountains and you keep doing the brown and gold color but, and you keep calling them win so or why, encore. I know, but why do something different if it's working? Because, just because you want to be entertained. Yes. So, so don't be like, oh, yes. he's doing the same yes, thing. Yes, you are disappointing me. Exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Because each snail-like step forward somehow indicates progress. Oakland Raiders have filed for multiple trademarks regarding the name and images for the Las Vegas Raiders. Something I assure you, a billionaire would easily be like, well, fucking trademark, who gives a shit? Yeah. It doesn't cost that much to trademark. I, I've said it before. At this point, I'm just annoyed. Just it, it, if it. Make the get the deal done and just move on. Or it doesn't, just fucking do it. Because at this point, I just don't care anymore. Just fucking announce it so we can get it over with. So. All right, so I'm going to interject something here, sports-related, but not Raiders-related, and I apologize if you talked about this on last week's show, but I saw an article. Which you were part of. <laughs> well, right up until the end, uh, yeah. when, which apparently I, I had a blackout moment. Um, <laughs> so I heard that the name of the hockey team is officially the Las Vegas Desert Knights. There is no confirmation yet, although that is one of the leaders. There, I think there were three and I think all three of them have knights in it. Well, so the article that I read said that it, it was the Desert Knights, and originally they were just looking for the knights, but they can't do that because there's a minor league hockey team in um, London, Ontario, that is called the Knights. Hmm. And so the hockey folks would not let them have another team with, that was just called the Knights. So they had to go to something else. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I and, and I'm just pulling this out of, out of my memory, which is never good, but... It, the, I know there are at least two of them. One of them's like the Golden Knights. The other one's like the Desert Knights. That they're, and I they're heard tr- the Black Knights were in there too, which that just seems like a, it, a it, bad it might idea. Be, but the thing is, they just reported today that all three have been trademarked. Okay. So I don't know if they know yet, but it, it's going to be something to that. Yeah. I get, like the Desert Knights doesn't actually make sense, but no, I kind of get that you're tying in the desert to it. But well, whatever. and nights can have a double meaning, and if in Vegas and Vegas nights in the right, desert, and right? So yeah, there's a clever yeah. tie in there. I mean, you but. could do that, but yeah, it was an article that I read this week that I thought was interesting because I was like, huh, I didn't think that was finalized yet, but okay. Yep. Sorry. So that's gonna do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Coming
Upcoming Attractions is the part of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you're going to a concert or an event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. It's amazing how easy that is when you just read what's in front of you and you just read it. No, you did it. Ama- what I'm are make- you talking about? What I'm the make- fuck? I'm making fun of Tony. How many times has Tony fucked it up? I'm like, it's words right in front of you. And it's the same ones every week. And he week. fucks it up every single week. <laughs> I even realized, I think last week, I'm like, no, no, buddy, you did it great. You did it great. And then in editing, I'm like, you fucked it up again. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tony. Martin Lawrence is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Friday, October 7th. Show start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 45 bucks. Bob Dylan. Is performing I know, at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan. Third, I, I get where he is culturally. I get it, but I just, I just don't care. He is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Thursday, October thirteenth. Show starts at eight p.m. Tickets start at fifty dollars. Pet Shop Boys are performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan on Friday, October twenty-first. Show starts at eight p.m. Tickets start at thirty dollars. Lady Antebellum is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Wednesday, December seventh. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $50. It's funny. We've got a friend of ours that, that's a bit of a country music fan, and she ended up going to a Laney Antebellum concert. was really kind of excited about it. And mm-hmm. she got there, and she goes, you know what I didn't realize? Like, the main event comes up, and you're like, yeah, we're having fun. We're drinking. But like, going, their songs are fucking depressing. <laughs> you know, like, you're at a concert, like, going, oh, this isn't fun at all. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm sad. I know, right? <laughs> oh, the end of this evening is terrible. <laughs> And finally, Sticks with Don Felder of the Eagles is performing a five-night engagement at the Venetian starting Friday and Saturday, January 6th, 7th, 13th, and 14th with a Wednesday the 11th show in there as well. Why wouldn't you just say January 6th, 7th, 11th, 13th, know. and 14th? I don't know. When I was writing it, I didn't. I, I don't know. I apologize. <laughs> I thought I was being clever. Shows, <laughs> show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets. We're not sure how much they they. Oh, yeah, uh, I missed that one. Yeah, we're not sure how much they are. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I thought of this as a residency back when it was, uh, you know, when they had their original lead singer. I, I can't remember his name right now. I've had a lot of, lot of drink. Um, but like, I was like, oh my god, Sticks could totally do a residency in Vegas because it was so super theatrical and uh, uh, Dennis the, the Young. concept. Dennis the Young yeah. is who it was. Yeah, I was like, that would be amazing. Like, bring this guy in here. I don't, I don't know if they're doing a theatrical thing or if he's just, you know, the the, the front man for this, but. I understand he's kind of like uh, Steve Perry, the lead singer of Journey, who's a real eccentric and reclusive yeah. guy. And they're like, well, listen, dude. Well, oh, this guy's even worse. Oh, Dennis oh, Young's yeah, way worse. worse. Yeah, big time. But I, I hope they make it go. But five shows, good for you. There you go. Don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. So let's check the river. First up, we have some listener feedback. We do. iTunes reviews. And thankfully, we got some negative reviews again, Karen. I thought we were losing our touch. And I'm like, are we going mainstream? Because we had a pretty good we did streak. Have a, we had a good run a going good on there. A good streak of people like going, oh, my God, I love you guys. I'm like going, first of all. That, my, that's, that streak is officially ended well, with well, these well, two. Well, my, <laughs> initial, my initial thoughts was, is the world finally caught up to our sense of humor? And I'm like, that's silly. There's no way that happened. <laughs> so then I'm like, oh, my God, have we gone mainstream? Have we gotten soft? Oh, my God. 
No, Karen, we have not gone soft. No, nope. <laughs> no, nope, we haven't. We have. Why not. don't you share what uh, at Gaz underscore ninety wrote on uh, August seventeenth? Gave us one star. One, one out of five. He said, "Don't bother." What did he say? Or he or she? Who cares? What did this person say? I listen to Vital Vegas, Five Hundred, and Vegas Bright. Those podcasts are informative. Stick to Vegas and keep politics out of it. When you factor in the hyena-like laughing, the rambling on about everything but Vegas, and the obvious hate for unions, parentheses, why do we have to hear this on an entertainment-oriented podcast, you're better off bypassing this podcast. You're right. You don't have to listen to it. Don't make the effort to download it. (laughs) You know, if, and I'll be honest, it's been, I, I haven't listened to two of those podcasts, and it's been forever since I've listened to the third one. I'm not a big podcast listener, yeah. so I don't know how what we do is different from theirs. If they really just stick to the news and informational stuff, they, then yeah, they, this one's... They do not. I assure you, they do not. Oh, okay. I have heard them. Okay. It, basically, all it boils down to is it's everybody's preference, which is fine. Oh, wait. So, so hold on. So these other pa- podcasts do give their opinion on you know what's stories funny? When, and situations? You know what's funny? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just you know what's funny is when I started uh, doing a show, like I thought that it was, you know, no, we got to stick to it. Like we're, we're like the fucking news. We're like the goddamn five o'clock news when you fucking tell the stories. That's boring. And, and that's, that's the number one feedback. When, when Brian and I, I've made this comment many times before, but I'll do it again. Brian and I, the reason we stopped doing the show that way is we forgot. We were hanging out with each other. We were just trying to make each other laugh. We <laughs> yeah. forgot that that's what we were trying that to do. That was what the format was And that's when people were like, oh, now I love this show. It's a bit slow in the beginning. <laughs> so you guys like, finally figured it out. It's one of the things that I learned is like people don't want you to just, what the majority of people, clearly, this yeah. person doesn't, but or, or does, but doesn't like the way that we do it. People like primarily tune in for your interesting point of view on things and your personalities and whatnot. And I'm like, I, I, listen... At this point, I'm, I just do what's fun. So if yeah. you like it or not, but I mean, you know what? It's unfortunate that he doesn't like. I agree, show. but what sounds great is this person. It does sound like they found some really good shows to listen to, which we have no issues with any of those shows. They are all quality shows, and that's one of the great things about this community is there's so many options. Find the one that works for you, man. Yeah. I, I have no ill will towards against this person. No, who I hates mean, me. sorry that it's not. Well, no, he just doesn't like your laugh, <laughs> right. and he doesn't like our politics apparently. But right. that's okay. I mean, that's I assume why. he's a union guy. <laughs> Opi- opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got right. one. You just have to. You somehow, for some reason, our listeners tune in to listen to ours. I, don't I know, know, right? Why. For some reason, they make the extra effort. All right, so I have some thoughts about the next review. So I think it's probably important that you actually share it. Okay. Which is from Wookie Love Two One Two. Which, what a great Wookie love. That is awesome. August 10th, 2016. Informative, but biased. Two out of five stars. Oh, better than the last one. Better than the last one. All right. They promote one of the worst properties on the strip as gloriously awesome, Luxor, and encourage people to write positive TripAdvisor reviews on that property. They are sponsored by Vegas casinos, Harrah's, and online casinos, promoted on their blog. I can't trust a word they say. If not for that, I would really like this show. Except for the husband-wife bickering passive-aggressive stuff, which is nails on a chalkboard annoying. <laughs> all right, all right. Wow. Let's let's address a few inaccuracies here. I mean, if you're going to talk shit about us, at least know what you're fucking talking about. Yeah. First off, we have only ever encouraged people who attended 360 Vegas Vacation 3 and told us that they had an amazing time at Luxor to do TripAdvisor reviews. We have never encouraged anybody else but those people. That were there. Yep. That's it. Yep. Number two, we are not sponsored by anyone. Yeah. 
and where he gets this from. Yeah, uh, it's well, it's this is. Eh, we'll get to it. That is liable, and you will be hearing from our lawyer, sir. Uh, we <laughs> we do have some affiliate agreements, so we can offer discounts to our listeners as well as get some kickback for those. However, all affiliates are warned that they should listen to our show before we start working with them. Yeah, because I don't want to get fucking sued. <laughs> and we also clarify that working with an affiliate will not affect how we report on things, including airing listener reviews, even if they are negative, yeah. which they are not fans of. But every time I'm like, you want access to my fucking listeners, then we're going to do it exactly the way we're doing it now. I, I, I hope they like your show or your property, whatever it is. Right. But if they fucking hate it, I'm letting it out there. If you don't like that, I don't give a shit. Yeah. That's all there is to and it. And we've said that from day one. We've Hardcore. actually, I mean, if you think about it, we have received comp tickets to Jabberwockies. Jabberwockies, yeah. And Warned them right off. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, yeah, and, and our review, although we, didn't like it. we love the concept we of the show. We were disappointed in it. Yeah, it's not that we didn't it, like we were disappointed. It wasn't, it. but we told everybody up front, Absolutely. yes, these were comp, but here's what we thought. So, yeah, yeah trust me, we ain't getting sponsorship dollars from anybody. I, well, sure. I, can, I can guarantee you listen, that. <laughs> listen, when Howard Stern can only get promoted by the hard rock, he can't get any of the major properties, there's no fucking way they're touching me who, who throws out rape and pedophilia jokes well, and doesn't have nearly basis. the following bases no, yeah. that Howard Stern does. Yeah. I mean, come so on. That's, that's, that's kind of silly what you're saying. There. We do have sponsored posts on our blog. I completely agree with that. All of which are tagged as sponsored posts mm -hmm. because one of the things I've said to every single person that wants to do a sponsored post is like, Owen, I will not pretend that I wrote this. As a matter of fact, I had a sponsor, you don't even know this, a week ago that was like, how much would it cost to get a sponsored post on here? And I told them, and they're like going, well, is that you writing it or me? I'm like, I'm not writing that. I write the show. Yeah. You know, you write it. I'm like going, oh, I mean, if it was you writing, I'm like, I'm not going to write your content for you. I'm, no. You're not going to pay me to write your content. But apparently they like the way that you write if they wanted you to do it. Apparently. But. Yeah, apparently. but all that being said, you know, thank you for trying us out you know it's there's a lot of great vegas shows out there so you know hopefully you'll be able to find one to your liking yeah i mean check the the prior review you might want to check out one of those podcasts <laughs> if you haven't already i gotta be honest with you it cracks me up like going, i don't trust him like i'm not fucking selling you anything <laughs> <laughs> like how, what paranoid world do you live in where i'm like literally like like i said the most aggressive vulgar language fucking rape joke like the shit like my god do you remember the feedback we got for fucking uh, a war machine yeah like when i assure you no properties like we gotta get behind this guy he's good well and, he's good. <laughs> and not trusting us i mean we say on all the reviews we oh. say this is our opinion please go check it out for yourself what a brilliant point so clearly not a not a, a review listener Apparently because not, like yeah. our entire like going hey 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 this is for entertainment purposes only. If you like staying at Caesars Entertainment, hey, you can hook us up by just booking through this thing. It's no yeah. big deal. We're not telling you to fucking stay there. Right. MGM, we fucking, although MGM isn't a sponsor, I'm pretty sure because they listen to the show, I'm like, fuck you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we've just attacked them viciously. Yeah. If I just wanted money, no way I'd ever say anything like that. But no. whatever, teach, teach their own. Your and and the one other thing that the husband wife bickering that's like nails on a chalkboard, uh, sorry, I mean that's us. You know and what's funny? I say it all the time, and this is why every Vegas vacation we meet our new best friends because these are people going. It cracks me up. Like you, got, like it's obvious you guys love each other like crazy. Yeah. But you bicker and you have a good time. You respect each other. You know, it's like all of it is clearly just fun. So it's like you meet them like. 
immediately best friends. And this kind of thing is like going, you wouldn't, I, I'm glad that you've listened to this and you've learned it. You wouldn't like us. Yeah. It, you wouldn't like us. <laughs> and we wouldn't annoying. like you for not liking us. Well, no, I, I probably well, wouldn't but, have an issue with that. But if they but, judged us for our relationship, I, I would have a fucking problem with that. Well, big time. then they don't have to hang around me. But that's what I mean. I don't care. <laughs> it's like Daniel Toss said, like going, you know, there's nothing funny about rape. All right, well, don't hang out with me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, it's always unfortunate when somebody doesn't like what you're, what you do. But we know that this isn't for everybody. Absolutely. Everybody. So every, like I said, opinions are like assholes. Everybody, everybody has them. They're necessary. Yeah. So well, you know, I'm knew, not going to blame somebody for having one. And we knew going into this, when, uh, like once Brian and I forgot our charade in the beginning <laughs> for several shows. Charade. We knew we were going to be the HBO of shows. We knew we were going to be as aggressive and and unacceptable as we can possibly be and it was going to alienate a shit and, and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you we have had sponsors and people who who support what we do uh, if you just did less of this this yeah i don't want to do any of those things yeah. i'm not going to do any of that yeah. i'm going to be exactly this and if sponsors or affiliates want to be a part of it that's great if they don't i don't fucking care because i'm going to do whatever i want on the show so yeah, you have to, you know, do what other people tell you for your regular paycheck and stuff. So exactly. this is the one time where you're like, no, I'm just, I'm going to yeah. do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, I, I get money to do things I don't want to do. I don't want to get money to do things that, I, I, I don't want them to impede on the freedom I have with right. this. Like, there is no amount of money you can throw at me. Trust me, folks, he, he does and says shit that I don't approve of all the time, so. <laughs> Even our, our most diehards are like, dude. Yeah, every so often right. they're like. Okay, man, that was a bit much. Right, I appreciate the feedback. It's you know, like, really? I'm, just, you know I'm just trying to be funny, but I also appreciate that you're like, dude. Well, and, and there have been, so so when it talks about feedback, there have been times when, where we've gotten some coaching from our friends that was that have been. We've even got people that hate the show that have slipped, like, none of this is helpful. I, I'm sorry, guys, but none of this is helpful yeah, as it's far not as improving the show. Yeah. But we've gotten constructive criticism like, oh my god. Like, I always revert back to this when Brian and I first started the show. We were heavily relying on dick jokes. Oh my god. Yeah. We were heavy on them. And when somebody criticized them, I'm like, Jesus Christ, are we really just tapping the same fucking well constantly? And I'm like, we gotta fix that, man. We're way better than that. We, we, got, we, gotta, we gotta steer clear. Yeah. I so mean, yeah, there, it, I, I I welcome all feedback. Some is more constructive and helpful than others, but well, I welcome it all. Yeah, there's a difference between uh, you know I hate your hyena laugh. Uh, okay. I know, well, right? That's not going to change. How does that help me? That's How not going to help. help in any and don't way. listen because that's not going to change. It, versus, well, like you said, going always going to the dick jokes. Yeah, like, I can't think of another situation. I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that. Guy. But there's also been times when you know friends of ours that list well people that we've met and become friends with that listen to the show there's been topics and things that we've said where you know we've had some healthy debates with them about what's funny what isn't what can you joke about what can't you joke about and it's all we might not agree at the end of the day but at least we're able to talk oh, about so it so respectful I, I know exactly who you're talking about and i yeah. apologize that i can't remember who you are but you know who you are and i still infinitely respect that yeah. conversation that and i think that that, that had to do with the uh, i like my my beer like i like my, yes. my violence uh, yeah. yeah well and it was it was basically the definition of a sense of humor which is really exactly what that word means sense that the intent is humor you don't have to think that it's funny but understand like on what you said isn't funny but i get you were trying, trying to, to be, be funny yeah, so. so oh what a great reference great you're, reference. you're welcome 
See, I do pay attention every now and then. Right, everyone, every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to do it for episode 209. Thank you all so much for listening, downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates, Amazon, Caesars Entertainment, tickets.accessvegas.com, Earth Limos, or you can just make a PayPal donation. Affiliates, not sponsors. <laughs> I was like, wait, what did I fuck up there? No, okay, never mind. You can buy merchandise from our store, zazzle.com slash 360vegas, and we do get a cut of those profits. Or you can help others find the show or help them avoid the show by, <laughs> by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcasts.com. I would like some more audio. I love hearing the listener. I love hearing the... And I would love to hear people like going, this guy fucking so... Oh, my God. That'd that be would amazing. be funny. Oh, I would love that. Although, of course, we would attack him vehemently. So I'm, I, I understand why they're like, I'm not doing that. Well, and they probably wouldn't do it quite in that way. They're like, look, this show sucks. Yeah. You're you're, like, you're the only one that gets aggressive when you're like, this sucks. So you're the only one that does that. Well, I know. Look at these reviews. Some of them get aggressive. I just, I vocalize it I more just, than others. The, the one thing I wonder is how, how badly do you hate something to take the time to write a negative review like that? I just find that fun. It must mean there are a couple I, I, episodes I in. when I've done negative, and I know I'm not the normal person. I know I'm not the normal person. But I know when I do a negative, you've exceptionally done things that I'm like, Listen, I, I have to comment on how bad this is. So, so, so you've royally pissed somebody off. But uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's what I would like to think. I like to think that they're doing it the way that I do. Although, let's be honest, in in the the freedom of I can say whatever the fuck I want to say on the internet with no repercussions, there's a chance somebody listened to the show once by going fuck this fucking guy, or or they didn't even listen at all, but somebody else said shit about us. Like yeah. I hate this fucking guy too. Like yeah. whatever, whatever. <laughs> All right, Karen, where can people find you? I am at Karen Mark. She just told you where you can find me, and um, you can find Vital Vegas where you can find you. <laughs> <laughs> miss you, Scott. Bye, Scott. <laughs> so, until next time. Yeah.